Welcome to the Cairo Ignites podcast. Whether you are starting or reigniting your vitalistic chiropractic journey, this is the place to be. The Cairo Ignite podcast is in conjunction with the Cairo Ignite newsletter. Sign up now for free at cairoignite.co.uk to get the biggest free weekly vitalistic newsletter for chiropractors. Probably. Episode 1. Decide how you want to practice. A piece of advice that was given to me when I first started in practice was, decide how you want to practice and then learn all you can about it. This was good advice, but I don't think it gave the whole picture. You see, you were a different person when you started college to when you ended, and you will be a different person when you start practice to when you are 5 or 15 years in. Your style of adjusting might change, get more refined and hopefully better as you learn and get more experienced. And so might your thinking around assessments, history taking, care plans, and even your premise. How you want to practice might change from one week to the next, or one month to the next, or even one year to the next. The things that influence you might be books, podcasts, videos, or speaking to other chiropractors at seminars and conferences. There is a lot more to it than just deciding how you want to practice when you start out. You see, I think that how you practice changes as you develop as a chiropractor and become more experienced and see more patients in clinic. Your ability to decide then what works for you and what doesn't improves. So the best thing that you can do in the beginning is to expose yourself to as many different ideas, thoughts and people as you can. You need to be able to learn as much as possible in as quick a time as possible so that you have a good base to choose and learn from. I remember in my first three months in practice, I had done an Adjusting Ninjas seminar, Brad Glowacki's Level Up two-day course, Tim Young's Adjusting seminar, had read a couple of green books, a few other chiropractic books, and attended a UCA CE conference. This exposure to so much in such short a time allowed my brain to feel confident in myself, my technique, and knowledge that I came from a place of certainty and understanding very early on. Quickly, the way I said what I said and what I said actually changed and evolved and refined. My assessment changed, my objective testing changed, and I searched out more and more. I read as much as I could get my hands on. We have a lending library at Hulsa Head Office, so I borrowed whatever chiropractic books I could. I listened to podcasts on my way to and from work, while I was cooking, while I was out running, I did everything I could to immerse myself in the history and philosophy and art of chiropractic, the profession that I felt that I had just found. But I had actually been studying it for the last six years. You see, at college, we didn't learn much about chiropractic. We learned a lot about the body. We were taught how to become good diagnosticians. We learned about every orthopedic test under the sun. But we were never really taught how to start, grow, maintain a successful practice. We weren't taught how to build rapport. We weren't taught that there were different models of healthcare. We learned about the origins of chiropractic in a purely historical context, but we were never told about the green books or about chiropractic miracles. I won't get too deep into it today, but lots of friends and colleagues that I speak to today tell me the exact same thing. Unless you are lucky enough to stumble upon a principled chiropractor or observe someone who opens your mind to this world, you simply do not know. 
And that is what I want to do with this podcast going forwards. It often seems that there are two very opposite sides to the chiropractic model, the vitalists and the mechanists. And you are told that there are two very different opposing viewpoints and that they don't get along. And really, after being in practice for more than five years now and meeting loads of chiropractors at different seminars and conferences and events, I can tell you that most of us are actually somewhere in the middle, more like leaning one way or the other. But the people that you hear the most from tend to be the most outspoken ones at either end of the spectrum, to use one of Travis Corcoran's examples, actually. In actual fact, neither are right or wrong. Both have their place and both should be celebrated, but you need to explore and figure out which you resonate with more so that you know where to invest your time and energy. It is way too complicated to get into too much detail here, but you can look up associations like the UCA and the BCA if you're in the UK, which are you know two of our professional associations who follow two models, and of course there's also the SCA, which is coming soon, up in Scotland. So where do you start? You might be coming straight out of college, you might be in college, or you might be seven years in practice and just feel like you are not stimulated, not happy or passionate anymore. Normally change happens when staying the same is the more difficult option, but change itself isn't easy either. You need to put in the hard work in order to become better. You need to put in the hard work in order to be successful. If someone ever tells you that this thing is easy, be very, very aware of them. If it was, we would all have more patience than we could handle and a very healthy population. But judging by the hooks of some of the practice management and chiropractic marketers adverts, things like get 50 to 60 new patients this week or grow by 250% in three months, it just shows that there are a lot of chiros out there who are desperate for people to come in and see them and for a healthy successful practice whatever that means to you or to them this is a hard job and there is a lot to learn that the universities don't teach you and don't prepare you for really but that is why i want to help to shorten that time frame for you to lessen that learning curve and help you become the chiropractor that you want to be with that ideal practice that you love going into and with the patients that you love to adjust. It's not all doom and gloom though. There are so many phenomenal upsides to being a chiropractor. Don't get caught up in the politics and the negativity. Stay in the positive and keep at it. If you are feeling lost or at a crossroads, the best thing to do is reach out and talk to other chiropractors. Go to seminars and conferences around you that interest you and meet others and share stories. If you are feeling a certain way, I promise you that thousands have been there too and found a way out. So let's reignite the profession's passion again and get people excited about chiropractic. We need to be doing cool stuff so that others see that and not only want to get adjusted, but also want to become chiropractors. The world needs more on-purpose, principled, passionate chiropractors that are in it for the long haul. I do want to caveat this and say that sometimes I might get a bit off topic, but I love this and I love talking about it. And I can talk about this literally all day. So let's just enjoy it. So getting back to deciding how you want to practice. As I said, this will change as you go. 
You don't need to know everything yet, but that's also a beautiful place to be. So many of the greats in chiropractic took years before discovering their true passion, and everyone has changed their practices and their procedures over the years. Jim Sigafoos completely changed the way he practiced after eight years and went on to be one of the busiest chiropractors in America at the time. So if this is you, this is where I suggest you start. First, subscribe to this podcast because, well, there are going to be plenty of amazing nuggets, pearls of wisdom, inspiration, wise interviews, things like that coming your way in future episodes. Second, find someone who, on the outside, it looks like the ideal practice that you would like to work in or own yourself. Ask them if you can observe at their practice on your days off. When you are there, take in all you can. Watch how the CAs work, what they say to their clients, how the practitioners build rapport, the energy, the flow, how many people work there, what technique do they use, how do they structure their care plans, what is their philosophy, do they talk chiropractic, or weekend plans with their clients. By observing all these things, you're exposing yourself to the proper goings-on of how a successful practice runs. Two things might happen when you do this. One, you decide that this lights you up and you leave with a renewed vigor and enthusiasm. Or two, you realize that it looked better from the outside and that you aren't prepared to either put in the work or change the way you to this way of working. Either way, you win. Look for someone else to observe until you find someone or somewhere that you resonate with. Obviously, also talk to the practitioner. Ask questions. Ask where you can learn the things that they learned or that they do. All of this is important because it's doing your homework. You wouldn't walk down the road and walk into the first dealership that sells cars and buy the first one you see, would you? Of course not. You do your homework, you do your research, you ask around, you get recommendations from other car drivers. You look at historically how they work, their record, all that kind of stuff. The same thing should happen when you choose how you want to spend the next, you know, 20 to 40 hours a week that you'll be in practice for the next, you know, maybe close to 30 years. You need to do your homework. It always astounds me that when I'm coaching a new chiropractor and they say that they had no idea how the practice that they are in worked until they set foot in the door on day one. What can happen if you end up in a place that is um, a good fit for you or is not a good fit for you? is that either you won't be happy, the principal chiropractor won't be happy, or the clients that you see won't be happy. It doesn't matter which of these situations happen first if you're in the wrong practice. The eventuality is that all three will result. So do a bit of homework before signing on the dotted line. The next thing you need to do is to listen to podcasts where different chiropractors are interviewed about their lifetimes or their lifelines. Something like the Cairo Hustle podcast by Jim Chester or um, Don McDonald's, the Vitality Chef for Chiropractors. These are two very good podcasts to start with. Both of these uh, podcasts are interview style where they've interviewed many other chiropractors over the years. It is a wonderful way to hear the stories of how mostly successful chiropractors started, how they find their way and where they are now. Also, loads of resources that you can go and look up for yourself, read, listen to, watch, things like that. The last thing that I would recommend is going to as many seminars and conferences that you can afford. Start with your association ones and try to talk to as many different chiros as you can. 
Be interested. Ask questions. Immerse yourself in the profession. Without giving it a real go, you will never know if it is right for you or if you are on the right path. So get out of your comfort zone and put yourself out there. I hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the Cairo Ignite podcast. As I said, this is not an easy profession. This is hard work, but nothing that is worth having comes easy. And if you are willing to put in the work, put in the time to learn and grow all you can as a vitalistic chiropractor, the rewards are unimaginable. A lot of people are motivated by different things. Some by changing the world, some by growing as a chiropractor, some by helping people, some by money. It doesn't matter what your motivations are. At the end of the day, the profession that you have chosen, that you are going to be in, can do all of those things for you. So I hope that you've got value from this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And I hope that you hit the subscribe button and follow along. Because we will be getting more in-depth information about chiropractic, about marketing yourself as a chiropractor, about how to set up your day one, your day two procedures, interviews with successful chiropractors about their golden nuggets, the things that they wish they'd known in the beginning of starting out their practice, about things that are working now, currently in practice. I am in practice every single day. I am in the trenches with you. I'm learning. I am adjusting. I am seeing clients, seeing new clients, getting referrals. So I'm coming from a place that I know what's working and I can help you shorten that curve from where you are now to where you want to be. I am working on my ideal practice every single day. I will give you updates about how things are going. I'm also coaching chiropractors and speaking to many, many, many associates and learning from them and teaching them as well. So in this podcast going forward, you are going to get all of those golden nuggets condensed into a short form. We will try and keep these episodes nice and short with some longer ones thrown in between. But also don't forget to go to chiroignite.co.uk and sign up for the biggest, probably, free weekly vitalistic newsletter for chiropractors. Send it to every single chiropractor you know out there. Get them to sign up and read along. We are going to start uh, showcasing events that are coming up, different seminars, conferences, talking about the green books, about chiropractic philosophy. Let's spread it out there and get, make it the hugest, largest, greatest, best chiropractic news that are out there. So thank you for your time and I hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Cairo Ignite podcast. It is in conjunction with the Cairo Ignite newsletter. Go to chiroignite.co.uk to sign up for the largest free weekly vitalistic chiropractic newsletter. If you would like to sponsor the show or the newsletter, get in touch at drkerrickchiro at gmail.com.